Welcome back to another review episode from the Video Store Junkies podcast. Today we are talking about, uh, I believe, the eighth installment in one of the most popular horror franchises of the last decade, The Conjuring. And I am, of course, counting all the spinoffs and stuff because this is actually the third film in the main line of the series. And we are, of course, talking about The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, which has just premiered in theaters and on HBO Max. And we are bringing you a review today that is pretty spoiler laden. So if you want to listen to it before you watch the movie, just be warned that we'll probably spoil everything. And so you might want to come back. And if you want to be a weirdo who likes to listen to movie reviews after you've seen the movie, uh, yeah, do that. So I'm joined here by Paul and Renee. Uh, Paul, introduce yourself and tell us what the devil has made you do recently. <laughs> so I'm, I am Paul, not Renee. Um, what's the devil made me do recently? Watch this movie. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, spoiler alert. I guess Paula didn't like it. Uh, Renee, who are you and what has the devil made you do recently? Oh, man. Uh, I'm Renee and oh, man. I went to Culver's today and I got a thing of like a concrete mixer. Yeah, so that's what I did. Oh, worth it. Well, I'm Zachary, and it's funny that you mentioned that because the other day I got pizza, and I was like, ah, you know, I really don't need any Cinestics, but maybe I should get some. And I just completely passed over the fact that they have a 10-inch Cinestics, and I just went ahead and got myself a 14-inch Cinestics. And <laughs> so I'm still still working on that thing. So uh, in summary, it's the devil's fault that I am fat. Um, so yeah, let's let's get to talking about this movie. This is, like I said, this is like the eighth film in the Conjuring series. There have been numerous spinoffs, and it is a you know it's a franchise that's been pretty successful. This is, I I guess technically they they advertise it as being based on true stories. Although we'll probably get a little bit into. Uh, whether or not that is actually accurate. Now, we're going to keep this review pretty simple. We're going to talk about things we liked, things we didn't like, and then we're going to give it kind of a final rating. And so I think, you know, every film has good and bad, and, you know, every film has, I guess you could say, blessings and curses. So that's what we're going to go with today. We're going to talk about the blessings and the curses on this movie. And let's start out on a positive note. Let's talk about the blessings on this movie i.e. the things that we really enjoyed about it. Who wants to kick us off and start with something that they liked about The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It? I, can, I actually have a, a couple positive things to say. Right? <laughs> which actually ties into the whole negative things. And, yeah. And that is, uh, with the, and I'm talking about the main series of the just The Conjuring films, which are the three main ones. Um, and it's uh, Vera Farminga and, crap, what's his name? Wilson? What's his name? Uh, what's no, that's, name? The, that's the ball from uh, the castaway. You're, Patrick Wilson is the name <laughs> of the Patrick actor. Wilson, yeah. yeah. Patrick Wilson. Their, their, their portrayal of, of the Warrens is is excellent they really bring a, a sympathy and make people like them and and that's why i hate this so much because the warrens were pieces of well yeah so anyway <laughs> that's it, it actually is a catchway too for me because they they really do an excellent job even in this film which is which is terribly written and and is garbage uh, but they um they 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 still bring a humanity to these characters and make and a sympathy sympathy to these characters, which frankly I think the real people didn't deserve. So that's that's mm -hmm. my you know positive. I think you know. Yeah, I agree. I'm a huge fan of both of them, especially Patrick Wilson, because you know it's funny because Patrick Wilson is an actor which I, I don't know for some reason he seems like he should be. Uh, 
I don't know. I, I don't know how to put this politely, but he seems like a generic white guy actor. Let me just say that. And yeah. so he sees like there are a lot of generic like, OK, and I, I'm not trying to like name names here, but people like uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Aaron Eckhart. I think there are a couple of actors. That, I don't know. For some reason, I just lumped them into the, these like for some reason, I can never remember their names. And I'm like, oh, wait, was he in that? No, no, that was the other guy. But Patrick Wilson, I, I got to say, he's been in a lot of stuff that I've really enjoyed. This he was in. I also got to uh, mention Fargo season two, which is absolutely amazing. If you haven't seen that, go watch it. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna plus one that. I think that the uh, I think that they they definitely give these films kind of like a core that uh, you know you you're at least kind of rooting for them as you as you probably should be. Yeah, I agree. I thought they were outstanding and to tack on to that uh he wasn't in the film very long but that little julian hilliard um he's just so good and he's been in so many things and i just hope that he kind of grows up and keeps a career in movies um because he's just so good and um eugenie eugenie bondurant played uh the witch and she was excellent as well oh yeah i, li- I liked her a lot i liked her yeah. a lot it's it- they they didn't actually name her character, I think, right? She was just like the No, there there was a name, but I don't think they put the name in the in the show that I recall. I believe yeah. she was credited as the occultist. Oh wow. Yeah. So and I, I agree with the what's what's the kid's name again? Um the little kid from uh, Julian Hilliard. Yeah. Yeah, but what's so funny is that this one you can tell he's getting older, but they were like, Oh, we need to put the big giant square glasses on him that he's <laughs> yeah. had in everything he's been in, so yeah. people know it's him. That kid's gonna like, be that kid's gonna be thirty. He's still gonna be wearing those glasses and playing like a, a six year old. Well, he'll have like Elton John glasses by that point because I have to make him so big. Because to me, that was the one thing I was like, it was like give him regular glasses at this point. Yeah, you know, the, you know. Glasses, the glasses have to get bigger and bigger as he gets bigger and bigger. So, yeah, yeah. But, but he did a good, he did do a good job. I did like him. I agree. Yeah. I do, and I, I I agree because usually I really hate kids in movies. And this is actually something that I think the original Conjuring did well, really well. They cast a lot of like likable kids that were like overacting. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. I will also mention one of my favorites, and even though he's only in there for a couple scenes, but uh, John Noble, who yeah. I absolutely oh, adore yeah. in everything that he's in. I mean, you know, from Lord of the Rings to uh, to Fringe. I mean, he's just he's just one of those actors. Like even if he's in a movie for a couple minutes, he's just always such a, a pleasure to watch. Mm-hmm. I, I always think of him as not Ray Wise because he just looks like he could be like, <laughs> yeah. like he took, took Ray Wise and put him in a food dehydrator a little bit. But and they play like that, you know, they have uh, similar oh. kind of characters. Oh. But I, I love him in it. Though. I, <laughs> Ray Wise in a food dehydrator. No offense to, to Mr. John Noble, by the way. Uh, <laughs> no, I now I now I can't unsee it. I could I could see those two being like playing like i don't know brothers or something oh um, yeah certainly if i was a casting uh, casting directors do it, uh, do it I, I can't unsee that now that's great <laughs> we need the, the twin peaks fringe crossover now oh that yeah that'd be great neat. <laughs> yes i mean we seem to be touching on a lot of the cast um that actually would be good you know i yeah, you know yeah. other, other things that that i liked and it might be something that people don't like is uh, i liked when they got away from the and i'm gonna put in quotes actual story <laughs> like when they just started like the the I, I preferred the second half of the film when it was like okay we're just kind of going off on this sort of other tangent to be perfectly honest 
So that's kind of um, interesting it, because yeah, I'm, I have some comments about the structure of the, oh, of yeah. the plot <laughs> in the second part. Yeah, the structure um, structure again in quotes. Yeah. <laughs> but when they diverged from that, that's when I actually got a little bit more interested in it because I was just like, okay, I don't. It's like oh, I don't give a shit about this. I don't care about that. Oh, this is. But I don't care. It's like, oh, okay, here's something I can. You know, good. We're not talking about this stuff over here. This is. This is. I can at least go along with this at that point. So, um, I'm not saying it was great, but I'm saying you know, it's it's you know, a, a, a kick to the knee is better than a kick in the groin. Is I guess the best way to put it. Uh, well put. Um, So yeah, it sounds like we we agree that also think uh you know uh uh I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, so I, I think I think in general the the acting was pretty good. Another thing I want to point it out uh is that this is actually a really good looking movie. This is a really really well shot film. Director of photography on this one was Michael Burgess, who has only shot a couple of movies, but he has some credits on a bunch of other stuff. Uh, he worked on The Conjuring 2. He worked on Logan. So he's he's apparently, you know, he's worked on some other movies. And uh, obviously he's picked, a, picked some stuff up along the way because I think this film is absolutely beautifully shot. I think the uh, the photography is amazing. And uh, I, I th this is one of those things where, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the fact that, uh, you know, uh, spoiler alert, I didn't really like the movie. But uh, this this is one of those cases where I'm like, yeah, I want to see, I want to see this guy shoot like a really good movie now because um, I think he's got definitely got some some talent. Oh, oh, I just remembered. I was like, I was trying to think if there's anything else I liked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was one sequence in the second half where uh, they're in like the the tunnels, and Vera Farmiga oh. is comes upon herself, and uh, and there's one behind, and it's sort of like the, the way they did that I, really worked well. It's a short bit. But mm -hmm. I thought it worked really well, and they could have overdone it, but they they did just enough of it um, that it was. I thought it was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I would agree. Um, I am a person that I jump scares and stuff like that don't bother me. Um, I kind of enjoy them on occasions. I felt like there could have been a few more, but the ones they had were pretty decent. Um, and I will say, I watched it again last night. Um, oh. Yes. And it was a it was a little less disjointed, um, but but there were very just very small sections where they would kind of explain more. <laughs> there was one part I I don't even want I'm a little embarrassed to admit how many times I had to rewind it because I just kept kind of getting distracted, which probably isn't a great sign. I don't know for me or the movie, um, but it I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> and then I would rewind it and be like, shit, I just stop paying attention again but um where they it was very brief and they kind of explained a little bit more um about the story to make it you know make a little more sense however the structure yeah it was still a hot mess but did make a little more sense the second time around when, when you didn't have your brother-in-law sitting there bitching about the whole first half <laughs> that probably made it easier <laughs> well and i think when i watch movies i tend to rewind a lot um, just in case, you know, I like a look away for a second and I like, you know, sometimes you miss a subtitle and you're like, wait, what? Um, so yeah, that's, that's my bad. Well, were there any other things we wanted to call out that we particularly enjoyed about this movie? Are there any other blessings that we can bestow upon the conjuring? The devil made me do it. 
That's one the more whole title each time. Go ahead. Yeah. One one more blessing when 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 Renee brought up the jump scares. I didn't really think it was a jump scare, but it was a kind of a neat, creepy effect. The kid's hiding in the in the shower and in the bathtub, and he looks up at the shower curtain. At first, you think it's the curtain, oh. right? and it's the fingers from you know something, and then stupid shit happens in the shower. But you know, <laughs> same the same shit that happens in every shower in a horror movie. Oh no, blood, blood. You know, who cares? But yeah. the the fingers on the shower curtain were really cool. So I mean, you're, I'm reaching. I'm pi- I'm finding all the little blessings I can. No, I agree. That was pretty cool. I have um, one other thing, which it wasn't really a blessing so much as it just upon the rewatch made me laugh because I, I don't, I didn't catch the audio the first time I listened to it. But when the witch occultist woman, I don't know why they referred to her. I think as a witch a couple times. Anyhow, this occultist woman, you know, she gets into. Uh, john noble's little study say satanic study room and she kind of walks around the corner and gets into the blackness and then you hear like just little and then all of a sudden she appears and uh slits his throat and i just thought that was hilarious in my mind just visualizing this woman walking into the darkness and then like hustling across the room to (laughs) slice his throat uh she may be old but she's still uh she's still got some moves she's spry damn right, damn right. <laughs> is there anything else we want to talk about in the positives uh before we switch over to uh some of the some of the curses of this movie <laughs> or are we already ready to move over to that i'm section? ready I'm ready. Okay. Well, I mean, the movie's all about curses. So yeah. yeah well, there, there are obviously a lot of curses in this movie. So, well, Paul, do you want to do you want to kick us off with the top of your list? Because, uh, yeah, I got a couple. My, mine, mine is mine is real general for the Conjuring in general. The Conjuring series in general is that it did turn the Warrens into they they had kind of faded into obscurity and it turned them into these heroes. Like when when she passed away a year or two ago, people were like, oh, she was so wonderful. No, they hmm. they were they were they were they were grifters. They were known to come in and like the things that they weren't even involved in and play them up and and just straight out lie and like for instance in this particular case in this particular case they came in and they told the family oh if you play this up not only will we get him off but we'll get you we'll make you millionaires and uh, first of all the in the case they're like oh he was he's up for for the death penalty I'm pretty sure he wasn't because it was actually a self they, the judge would not let them use the the de- they wanted to use the demonic defense. The judge said no right away. So it was never, ever brought up in court. That's not why he got off. He got off for self-defense. It was manslaughter for self-defense because you don't see, like, I think the, his girlfriend's, like, niece or something, nine-year-old niece was there at the time, and the, the landlord was, like, grabbing her or something when this happened. Oh. So, yeah, so it, that was all pure bullet BS. And they promised the family, oh, you'll, you'll be millionaires. They gave him a whopping two thousand dollars from the book when it was first when it was published, oh, um, and when it was republished several years later, several members of the family sued to have it have it um, you know to prevent the being published and said they're full of BS and in a numerous number of cases people have come out and said this they're they're hucksters and terrible terrible people and that's all I'm gonna say um, so because <laughs> there's plenty of other things to complain about this film too because oh, yeah. people said well you should just put it aside think of the film as fictional. Which I, you know, the first two, the first one I thought was really good. The second one was was pretty good. Yeah, and and I was able to kind of separate it for a little bit, but this, yeah. Anyway. Well, if you if you'll allow me to kind of build on that and go off on my own diatribe, and I, oh, I yeah. apologize, Renee. 
uh, where <laughs> us uh, grumpy old men are are hugging the the spotlight <laughs> here. But um, but I I, I did because because you had to kind of mention something about that, and and I already knew it was going to dovetail with one of my biggest complaints about this movie. Okay. So, you know, these the first two movies involve, you know, ghosts and, you know, spooky stuff. But my thing about this movie is it, it basically takes place in an alternate reality. And and by that, I, I know that you're thinking, well, oh, the other, you know, the other movies are about ghosts. Like, what do you what do you mean? Like, well, OK, yeah, that's that's stuff that's, you know, I don't believe in any any of this. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in possession. I don't believe in in any of it. But I am, you know, I'm the sort of person I'm I'm a. I guess you'd say a a hopeful skeptic where if if I ever did see evidence of any of this stuff, you know, I maybe I would I'd be willing to believe. My my problem with this movie though is so the tagline of this movie is the demonic case that shocked America. Hmm. And this movie is so like I said this is basically set in an alternate reality because when I was watching this movie, it dawned on me like, oh, this this movie is basically saying that the satanic panic of the eighties was completely justified. And if you know, if you know, you know, people out there probably know what the satanic panic was. If you don't know, it's basically, you know, in the eighties, a bunch of people, uh, largely like Christian fundamentalists got up in arms about there being all of these satanic cults that were out there worshiping the devil and making altars and sacrificing animals and sacrificing babies and children and, you know, kidnapping kids and, and killing them in the name of Satan. Obviously, all of that is completely bullshit. Uh, you know, none of that. That I, I don't know a whole lot about Satanists, but I, I know enough to know that, you know, th there are people who pretend, you know, or pretend that there are people who profess to be Satanists, but that's, I don't think, what they do. Well, I don't but, know what you do on the weekends, but don't judge me. <laughs> it, it does depend upon the kind of Satanists, but like... I, the the Levain Satanists don't even actually believe in Satan. So exactly. Well, but my my point is though the thing, and 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 people are probably listening to the saying, well, why are you allowing this to affect your your you know your judgment of the film? Right, just take the movie as it is. But but the problem is that this movie professes, like I said, to be. I mean, the whole selling point is that these movies are based on facts. They are based on true events, and this whole movie is based on like an obviously like a, a bullshit lie that oh yeah they, they're satanists were out there putting curses on kids and possessing people and uh you know doing uh you know they have they have when they find the thing they're you know they the 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 warrens start talking about a little bit about yeah they're you know they're satanists and they're witches and they uh they do sacri sacrifices and that's, that's all just bullshit. So it's like, I don't know, it kind of bothers me. And I know that that's, again, this is like a very nitpicky thing. But just the fact that the entire movie, the, the entire thesis of the film is that this is a true story when, yeah, none of that was actually real. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And, and it, I think that all kind of gets back to what you were saying, Paul, which is like, you know, the Warrens. And I haven't, I haven't read a ton about them. I know, like, you know, I've read some of the stuff about, yeah, they were they were hucksters and they were Charlton's. And, and it, it's a little bit different when, you know, well, I don't know. It, not to defend them, but I'm saying like when when there's you know ghost stuff involved, and it's like yeah, well, okay, you know whatever. Ghosts are you know maybe they exist, maybe they don't exist, but you're not you're not saying like oh yeah, a certain person or a certain group is responsible for this, and then you know basically 
casting them as the villain. And that's kind of the interesting thing about this movie. And the thing that I actually think doesn't really work is the, the first two movies don't have like villains, like human villains, they're ghosts. And this movie tries to have a human villain that is pulling the strings and that they have to defeat. And I don't know, I, I don't think it, it actually works from a story standpoint either. So I apologize. I know that was very <laughs> long winded. I was just watching this last night and thinking about all that and um, how it just doesn't really come together like just the basic premise doesn't work for me but uh renee do you have do you want to take us off maybe on, on something a little more uh grounded in the actual film sure um the, so kind of circling back a little bit it, it they they really embraced that lorraine look with uh vera and they one of the things that really bothered me I mean, her her wardrobe and her hair really bothered me. But aside from that, they really made that Ed Warren look like a superhero. And that was just like a little disconcerting. And I know Paul's head is probably exploding right now. Um, but that was pretty ridiculous. But yes, I was going to make the same point that um, they got, the case itself was pretty lame. Like, why even pick that case? I mean, I guess because of the whole you know, whatever defense. Um, but it's like, and they didn't really even do it right. So it yeah was not was not pleased with that um it 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 was weird for me too because and i'll and i'll have you know actually they were not ghosts they were demons uh in the first oh well <laughs> apparently apparently i need to go back and watch those movies because i thought they were ghosts no they were okay uh, they were demons <laughs> that's what i know yeah um so yeah, I was really a little bit, it was just weird because, you know, it's like, it's like The Walking Dead where in the beginning it was the zombies and then it became the humans. And so it wasn't about the demon. It was about this lady. And I was at first, I was like, what is she? Is she like a person? Is she like a ghost? No, she's just a lady. And um, it, so it was just, that was a little bit bizarre. It sort of made more sense, I will say, on the second round of why she was targeting, you know, the kid, the family and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that kind of uh, threw me off a little bit. Um, and I, and it, it didn't leave me with any of those like spooky feels like I want, you know, I kind of like to come out of a horror movie, like, Ooh, like, Ooh, is there something over there in the shadows or like, Oh, you know, the, this, the thing that made me like buy a clear shower curtain, you know, that kind of thing, because I don't <laughs> want nobody sneaking up on me. Um, so there was just no feeling like that. And I think what was the most offensive thing for me is the sappy ass love story. And the end was like, like, did they just take this out of the fifth element? It was off. Like at least those, at least they've been married for a million years, <laughs> but still. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. The, the, the whole, the whole message that, you know, love conquers all. And Ugh, that's well, not I, what I, I, I didn't think it was movie. love conquered all. I thought it was a big, big ass hammer conquered all. Cause he used the big, <laughs> that's, you know, but, and yeah. it was so, why that's was it, it was so easy for her to possess him? Why did she have to put, you know, the thing, all she had to blow some shit in his face and they're done. Yeah. Well, the, the, the whole, the whole, the whole premise of, well, it has to be three sacrifices, but it's really six. And the first one's got to be an innocent, and the second one should be the lover, and the third one was what? The, uh, the man of God or the something. The man of God. And so the first one would have been the, the, the two teens that get, that get killed out in the woods that she recreates, right? Um, and then the second one's supposed to be a lover. Then why did they possess the little kid first? 
Was I don't, it just, I like, as, a, as a means to get to the, the guy? He was a lover, not a fighter. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, and, uh, I think she had to start over. Oh, is that it was? No, because she, she successfully killed the, the young girl and the... It was like three separate ones. So it was the young girl, it was the, it was the two teenagers, right? The right. one girl stabs and the other one runs off the cliff. Which but I that, think it was because that girl died. No, she was supposed to die. It was supposed to be, it's supposed to be a murder-suicide, yeah. And so it's supposed to be a pair. So then this guy was the lover who murdered somebody who was supposed to kill himself. And then you were supposed to get um, the Warrens, you know, he's supposed to kill her and then kill himself. Because he's the man of God. But, you know, at least that was my, I don't know. See, it was a mess. I don't know. I just got confused. Yeah. The whole film was a mess. I mean, I understand why they wanted to start off with this, you know, over the top exorcism at the beginning. But to me, I was watching him like, I don't know who these people are. I don't give a shit. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this should be saved for a, a, you know, you you can have an action piece at the beginning. I mean, look at every James Bond filmed ever, but you don't have the big over the top one at the, at the beginning. And, um, and then, yeah, that was, yeah. And then it was like, oh, I don't care about these characters. That's why when they got away from them. Now, every time they mentioned Satanists, I was like, I rolled my eyes. But when they were running around in the when they're running around in the dark, so apparently I liked it when they were getting close to the end. I could tell. Uh, yeah. And then and then I was like, they were wrapping stuff up. Yeah. Then I was fine with it. But uh, yeah. So, <laughs> but just yeah. yeah structurally, it was kind of like, and every time they went back to the the guy Arnie, I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I just didn't care. Which yeah. one was Arnie? That, that's the main guy. That's the main Ar- Arnie Arnie yeah. Johnson, not to be confused with Artie Johnson. Oh, the, the very kid? interesting. Yeah. The, the oh, guy the... who went to he was in, oh, Arnie. in oh, Asylum. Geez. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think that I think that that hits on one of my biggest complaints about this movie. Is honestly, it it is so oddly paced. It's like okay, so yeah, like even in the beginning, you have the the possession. You have the exorcism. You have a bunch of weird CGI with a kid, and then it's like, and then they call the, you know, the they have the priest arrive, but then like they, I, I don't know, they, I guess, don't do an exorcism after that. Yeah. I don't know. And then the kid's asleep, and then he's, and then the whole scene. I don't know. It's just, it, it feels to me, and uh, you know, Renee, you said, uh, you know, jump scares don't bother you, and I, I, you know, I don't mind jump stick, jump, jump scares. I think that my biggest complaint about this movie was it tried to pull off a bunch of unearned jump scares and it yeah. literally, it would literally just go back to a scene where it's like, Oh yeah, I bet that they're building up to a jump scare in this scene because it's, you know, and, and it, I don't know, it felt weird like because the waterbed. Water I mean, again, it's like, yeah, it's actually kind of a cool concept, but it's like, I don't but know. They stole they, it from nightmare on Elm street. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Sure. <laughs> Very true. But yeah, it, so it just felt like they were jumping around and they, I mean, my biggest thing is if you want to really scare me, and I will admit, like, the original Conjuring got yeah. some pretty pretty creepy scenes. Uh, there, there are also, like, I think the, the reason that movie works so well is it actually doesn't show a whole lot. And, like, some of the scariest scenes are when the kids are sitting there looking at something, but you don't see what they see. Uh-huh. You just see their horror. And in this movie, you saw, like, from the very first scene, you saw the kid contorting and, you know, in ridiculous, like, turning himself into a human pretzel. Um, yeah. left, you know, but I don't know. I, I just felt like it was not it was not building the tension that r- was really required to, like, earn those jump scares. It was just like, okay, we're going to, okay, here are the Warrens. They're doing something over here. Now let's jump back to some other characters. And, hey, guess what? We're going to give you another jump scare. Yeah. And, yeah, the contorting demon was really not that. 
it was not that terrifying. Well, it's, it's just like, kind of goofy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Especially that kid with those glasses. I mean, God, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> uh, it was just kind of goofy. Yeah. Yeah. I was worried about the dogs, I think, more than most of the characters. Oh, I was, yeah. I was, yeah. I was glad the dogs, nothing happened to the dogs. Yeah. Always. Are there any other curses we would like to discuss for this film? I mean, I, I think we hit like, you know, well, let's see. This, we had the structure. Yeah the the plot <laughs> pretty much um, story well, i'm serious i'm serious yeah. like you know the whole thing with you know i love john noble and the stuff but all of a sudden like oh it's my daughter and, yeah oh, and my God. she lives in the tunnel but it's like what i mean it was like there was a kernel of an idea there and i would have i think mm. if they did the whole film built around that and not made it that she was you know curse him in some other way and have some reason why she but you know build the whole thing around that and build up his character and build up this mystery of what's going on. Maybe, but it was like, Oh, there's a tunnel hidden under the, what the fuck? I mean, right. like, what is this? It just didn't even like, it seemed, it seemed like they needed to do several more revisions of the script to be perfectly honest. Well, you know, prequels are really popular nowadays oh. and they ha do have a huge franchise. So oh my maybe God. Maybe. they have a, they have a whole slew of other BS cases from the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and actually the guy who wrote the book i think that this one was based on i can't remember i was reading it it was like one of them he they said he like he had he had the rights to their case files as it were yes I and saw then that. They, they sold the stuff for the conjuring and he was like what no i think you know. he got a pretty good settlement on that i heard they settled oh did he okay yeah so yeah i don't know uh, mm -hmm. An interesting movie, if you actually want to see uh, Lorraine Warren for real, um, is uh, My Amityville Horror, which is a documentary. And it's about, I can't remember, it's one of the kids, one of the Lutz kids. Of course, he's an adult now. And uh, pretty much about how terrible his life has been by this whole thing. And he never quite says that it was a hoax, but he pretty much says, you know, like his, it was his stepfather was, uh, you know, the the husband in, in the Amityville horror case and pretty much, I mean, he ran away from home and everything because uh, just abuse and things like this, but he, he'd spend the whole movie talking about how shitty his life is. And then they go to see Lorraine Warren in her home. And it's interesting because they, they walk kind of past her, their, their little, um, uh, their, their little, was it uh, trophy room? And it's, it looks just like the movie. I mean, they really recreated it really well. And there's the real Annabelle, which is a, a, a raggedy and all <laughs> in the background stuff. And uh, she goes to do a reading of him. And she's like, and I, I, tell, I, can, I know you had a really, you've had a really great life. And he just kind of like looks like, okay, she's full of shit. Oh my God. <laughs> you really, and then she go, proceeds to walk around. This is my chicken, Albert Einstein. And this is his clone, Albert Einstein. Yeah. So yeah. Oh my anyway. God. I do have to mention on that note of Annabelle, I have a friend whose niece is named Annabelle and I went to their house one day and you walk in the front door and immediately to your left is a raggedy Andal sitting in a chair. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And it well, kills you can look forward to the next Conjuring film based on uh, their life. Yes. I will <laughs> make a cameo. Great. <laughs> playing, your, playing yourself as yourself. I love it. Yes. Shocked woman in doorway. <laughs> and we won't even go into how Raggedy Ann was a thing for anti-vaxxers. We won't even go into that. Oh, my oh God. God. I oh, yeah, don't look this, it up. But yeah, Don't look it up. <laughs> on that note, do we want to move on to our final ratings for this one for The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It? Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. Well, Paul, 
<laughs> I'm very interested to hear what your final analysis is on this one. Uh, so do you want to start us off? Yeah, I mean, like I said, the, the other ones at least were were decent films. This is this is garbage. Oh, one, something we forgot to mention was this is like the first one of the main films not directed by James Wan. Yeah. This yeah. is directed by, I can't remember, but he's the guy who directed the spinoff The Curse of La Llorona, which was... Yeah. Uh, Michael, Michael Chaves is the name. La Llorona deserves a much better movie, and there's several much better La Llorona movies than that. You know that's connected to the to the universe. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, yeah. so but that's I'm, why I'm saying you could get your prequel in there, because they'll just go to anything. Right, but there's so right. many better La Llorona movies than that. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I just... There were little bits and pieces that were okay. Like I said, um, Vera Flaminga and and uh, uh, Wilson. <laughs> One Wilson. of the it's not it's not Owen Wilson. It's not you know Brian Wilson. It's yes, whatever. Luke Wilson. Luke, it's no. not Luke Wilson. <laughs> uh, what is his name? It's Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. Like you said, just no you know, generic generic white guy. Yeah, but I love him. He's he's great. Anyway. Um, you know, I, I, their their performance is probably the only thing that that, and I like I liked the 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 occultist, even though they didn't even bother to give her a name. I thought she was kind of she was nice and creepy looking. I would have liked to see like an actual you know, maybe a movie about her. So I mean, I can only give it uh, one and a half satanic little uh, uh, temple altar shits that are underneath the house. That's all I can give it. I love it. One or and or half. VHS tapes. I don't know. Summ- summoning charms. Now we'll, we'll summoning charms. Here you go. One and a half cursed VHS tapes. One and a half cursed VHS yeah. tapes. That's all I can give. It's like the ring. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> legally legally distinct. It. Yeah, le- legally distinct from the ring. Uh, Renee, uh, how about you? What, what did you think? What's your final rating on this one? You know, I, I think I'm generally a little bit more forgiving with things. I really did enjoy the first uh, two Conjuring movies. Um, so I think I was a little bit hopeful. Um, and you know, again, I don't, don't sign off on the, the legacy. Um, I just enjoy the movies. It's, it's easier for me to separate it. I think so mostly because that's not at all what they look like. So it's just like, okay, it's two, two completely different people. Um, so, you know, it's okay. I think, you know, you kind of really have to be dialed into it. Um, so I could see it being one of those movies that, if I turn on Pluto and it's playing and I'm doing something else in the background, I would not be compelled to change the channel, but I wouldn't sit down and really probably pay attention to it. You know, um, that being said, I would probably give it a three. Um, you know, it just kind of, it, it was a little bit middle ground. Um, you know, I was. Pro- I think last the other night I was going to say two and a half, but then I watched it again. Things made a little bit more sense to me, so I'm going to give it a good old three. Which you yeah, it, it is. It is funny. I love. You know, usually you watch movies that uh, have real people, uh, or you know, based on real people. And then you go and look, and you do some research, and you're like, oh yeah, those people don't look anything like. But then, like these movies have like pictures and video of these people at the end of the movie. So you don't even have to like go do the research. So it's funny two completely normal, normal looking schlubs. And then they just totally, you know, they cast like Hollywood hunk, Patrick Wilson and yeah. uh, Vera for me, for me, I got to have you pronounce her name. Uh, obviously a very beautiful woman. And it's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, that's just what Hollywood does. But still, it's funny that you get to see that <laughs> go straight from them to the to the actual people uh, in the end credits. That being said, obviously, I will be played by Patrick Wilson in my biopic. And uh, that'll actually be they'll actually be trading down a little bit, but whatever. So I'm going to I'm actually with Paul on this one. I, you know, I was thinking about it last night. And despite the fact that it does have some great qualities, like I said, it's a really good looking movie. It's got some good performances, but man, there's absolutely nothing to this movie. I don't think I'll ever go back and watch it again. Like I mentioned, uh, I, it's been a while since I watched the original Conjuring. And lately I've been like, man, I want to go back and watch that movie because I remember really liking it. And I don't think I'll ever feel compelled. The power of Christ will never compel me to go <laughs> rewatch this movie because, yeah, I just didn't get anything out of it. So, yeah, one and a half. Uh, which I believe gives us a, an average of two, which is, uh, you know, not great, but uh, obviously, obviously, uh, Renee kind of propped that one up a little bit. So, Sorry. Uh, I well, I think that's <laughs> no Hey, Look, I, I, I'm always it's always about your own personal opinion. Um, no shaming here. I think that's that about <laughs> a guy that recommended Yeti, the love story. What? What? Another Yeti love story is four and a half stars, by the way, out of five. Yeah. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, check out our Q-tips feature, uh, which if you're listening to this on Tuesday, uh, that will be coming out on Thursday, the 10th of June. So, yeah, check it out. Yeah. We, we, we will recommend six movies that uh, are probably far better than The Conjuring, The Devil <laughs> Made Me Do It. <laughs>